Do you want to be more productive, be more purposeful in your parenting, and have more time for all the things? Do you find yourself looking up organization, time blocking, purposeful parenting, building friendships? Do you find that no matter how hard you try, it just isn't working and you still feel like a hot mess? Hey friend, I'm Michelle, daughter of the king, wife, mom to three crazy kids, extrovert and fun seeker. I have been in your shoes, my friend, trying to do it all, managing it all and feeling lonely. I know why nothing you are doing is working. It's because God has gifted you with unique extroverted superpowers. God has created you with special unique gifts. He gave only you for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians 2.10 You were created to use your gifts as an extrovert and live life more joyfully. Welcome to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast, where we have unique extroverted solutions for you. Imagine being able to feel more connected, manage your time, be more purposeful in parenting, and have the joy you know is there somewhere. Grab your lukewarm coffee or your favorite water bottle and pop in those earbuds, my friend. It's time to live more joyfully. I pray this blesses you. Let's jump in. Hello, friends. This is part two of an interview I did with my friend, Ashley Carlotta. She is a certified health coach and runs a business called Better Health by Accountability. We have been talking about health and uh, how to lose weight without jumping on a diet. All kinds of really good healthy information, mindset information. So if you missed it, jump over to episode 167 and listen to part one. And if not, then jump on in here and listen up because this is part two of the interview that is super fun. So I can't wait for you to enjoy it. It was great. Some of the other things we're going to talk about is how can you lose weight without dieting and feeling FOMO as an extroverted mom? That's a huge one. We've kind of touched on that, but do you have anything else you wanted to add? Sure. I'm an Enneagram seven, which is like the person who does not want to be left out of anything. And I'm an extrovert and I don't want to miss a party. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I've had to learn how to say no a little bit more, like as I'm getting older and stuff like that, but I don't want anybody to feel like I'm on this diet plan and I'm on this journey to health and now I can't have fun. And so I am all about the wine. So like if somebody's having wine at their house or at their event, like I'm going to have some wine. Should I have four glasses? No, but I'm going to allow for at least one or two. I'm going to be drinking my water in between that. And I'm going to allow myself to have fun and relax and have a good time. And, you know, like I'll have friends, especially in the summer that are like, hey, do you want to take the kids to Chick-fil-A? And it's like, before like way before I'd be like oh I can't go there because there's nothing for me there and it's like you know what maybe there's not the best ever but there's a chicken salad I can get you know and I can pick on a couple of my kids fries because fries are good do I need to order a large no I don't there's also just like celebrations or get-togethers like when there's dessert and stuff like if there's something to celebrate 
I would be so annoyed. Well, I shouldn't say that because every each to their own. But if someone was like, "Oh, I'm on my diet. Like, I can't have a cupcake right now." It's like, girl, you know, as soon as you're off this diet, you're gonna go eat all the cupcakes. So why don't you? We want to split one. You know what I mean? Like, let's make it so you can still have a taste of it and have fun without feeling like, "Oh, I totally ruined my day." So I'm all about just doing things slow and steady. It's really the only way that you're going to do anything sustainably for the long term. Right. A key of that is like, if you know, okay, tonight I'm going to go out on a date night or whatever, you know, like, okay, I'm going to eat a super healthy breakfast and lunch and not snack much, drink my water because I'm saving up those calories or I'm planning to just relax and enjoy that dinner. And I'm not going to stress over it and have a good time. Right. Maybe the other two or three days beforehand, you're like, I'm going to have a date on Friday. So I'm going to eat healthy the two or three days before. Yeah. And also just making sure that you're not cutting like good calories when you are saving up for that. You know, you want to make sure that you're fueling yourself so that you don't go into that dinner, that date night starving. And you're like, I'm just going to go to town. I'm going to have the steak and the mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and the wine. Oh, let's get cheesecake too. No, there's a time and a place for like all of those things. But for the most part, let's try to balance it out and know that this is not going to be your only date night. It's not going to be your only birthday party that you ever go to. So you don't need to go balls to the walls each time either. You can still eat. Yeah. Like you said, your breakfast, lunch, you can have a healthy snack. And then you can go into that feeling prepared. Like I'm going to a concert tonight and normally I would eat like all the crappy concert food like back then. And I'd have like two or three like IPA beers and I'd come home feeling awful. So like tonight, my plan is my sister and I are going to pick up some sandwiches and we're going to go park it in the parking lot and have a healthy sandwich, maybe a couple white claws before we go in because like $20 million dollars. And then we're just going to enjoy the concert without thinking about like, oh my gosh, these people are going around with all their nachos and da da da, right? Because that doesn't, that's why we're going. But a lot of times we show up not prepared and we're starving. And so we, we just make those choices that we would rather not even have to have. Right. Yes. It's very important to prep and think ahead of time. I think that's like the key. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you said of like, even if you're planning to have a big dinner, don't camel it up. Like, don't. <laughs> Don't be like, I'm not eating anything today and I'm just going to go have this giant dinner later. Right. Don't do that. It's not good. And then you're going to feel so bloated and awful like that night or the next day and be like, oh, why did I do that? I'm never going on a day and night again, which is dumb because you know you are. Right. Right. You just have to take it in moderation and enjoy it. Have a good time and plan ahead. I love that. But I... Totally understand. I'm a big extrovert. And so I love like all the things you don't want to miss out on those. And so that's really hard because a lot of events have drinking. A lot of events have stuff that, you know, oh, I shouldn't have that every time or every day. I mean, I'm sure it's really hard. I don't have a corporate job, but to, as you mentioned, your one client who goes out business meetings are tough because you expected to go and it's a big thing. And it's just part of your job, but then to have that self-discipline and that motivation of like, okay, tonight I'm going to eat a salad. I know I'm going to go on another business meeting the next night, another dinner. So what am I going to have that night? Where am I going to kind of plan it out? But that's a puzzle piece that you are involved in. You can't just say, 
Oh no, I'm going to skip that. I'm just yeah, gonna you can say that. In my hotel room. <laughs> and a lot of times, clients, if they know where they're going ahead of time, they'll send me the menu. And they'll be like, okay, what should I get? And so for my clients who've been with me for a while, I'm like, okay, will you tell me what you would get, right? Because this is about empowering and training them. And then we see if it matches up and I'll be like, great. Now I'm going to check in on you in a couple of hours and make sure that you stuck to that. Because you know how peer pressure can be, you know, you got to be strong and you got to learn how to just say no. And you don't have to say, no, I'm eating healthy right now. No is no. And you can just be like, no, thank you. I don't want that. I think before that was really hard for me. It was almost like I I was like trying to please them by eating more food. And I'm like, why am I doing that to myself? That's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. I also find that my willpower goes down over the course of the day. And so in the evening, if I'm eating really late, we used to, we're trying to get better about that and eat early. But if I eat really late, I'm like, I don't care anymore. I'm just so hungry. I don't care. And I make bad decisions. (laughs) about what to eat or all that stuff. So I've found that like your willpower totally goes downhill by energy level. And by the time you're at the end of that day, do you you're tired? You're tired. And again, if you haven't eaten enough during the day, that can be a trigger too. Especially if you have saved stuff up or you skip lunch, then yeah, by the time dinner hits and those kids are home and all the things and you're just tired and it looks like nobody else talked to me. I'm just going to go stand in my pantry and eat everything in here. Right. Like that's not what we want. We want you to be fueled so that you don't do that. And you won't like, if you feel like I'm not even hungry right now. Another thing that we didn't touch on too is binge eating is like a real thing. And that honestly stems from emotions. It's an emotional thing. And it happens when you felt deprived for some reason, or you're trying to feel comfort for some reason. And I do, I work with my clients when they're feeling that way of like, what is it that you really need right now? You're not needing to go eat like the whole box of Cheerios or whatever it is that your kryptonite is, the Oreos. Like, why don't you just step outside, go for a walk around the block, put in some music, maybe they're in a fight with their husband or whatever it is. It's like, you're not really wanting to eat that. And as soon as you eat it and it makes you feel good for five seconds, you're not going to feel good after that because you know, you already had like a proper dinner. And so binge eating is just, it's just hard. And I've been there where it's almost like you feel like you can't stop. And that's where the accountability comes in. Really. It's like, they have to tell me when they're in one of those moods and I will either pop on the phone and talk them through it. Or I'll be like, Hey, put that down and go do this instead, you know, go take a bath. I know you like to take baths because one thing I like to learn about them is like, what are your hobbies? Like what makes you happy? Pull out some coloring and color. We don't, moms don't do that fun stuff anymore. We always just take care of other people, you know? So like do something for you. It sounds like your energy is depleted and food is not necessarily going to fix the problem. That's so true. I think people just, you're bored or you need comfort or you're, sad or discouraged for some reason so you're just like oh I'm just gonna eat this and I'll feel better or it's you don't even notice you're doing it I think a lot of the time you just are you think instinctively that it's a hunger trigger that your body is triggering you for hunger but it's like you're sad so you're triggered to go eat something exactly and then there's also a lot of the moms that I work with that they're just eating their kids leftovers let's say dad's out of town or whatever and they've made their kids like chicken nuggets and mac and cheese and even if it's like the healthy version of them I have a lot of moms that do that too and there's nothing wrong with that but they'll sit there and like 
they're only just eating their kids' leftovers. And then they're like, well, I mean, that's done. I don't feel like making something for me now. And it's like, well, no, you took care of them. Now you need to take care of you. And let's come up with something like quick. Like you have a tortilla, you have some beans you can slap on there and maybe like throw a little bit of spinach in there. Just roll it up. Do like that. You know what I mean? Like make it easy and eat. Like you have to eat. Don't deprive yourself. That's a huge thing of being a garbage truck and just grazing. And I've heard it said that like, don't be the trash can and just eat everything your kids have left. Oh, I like that. I like right? that. A lot of times people don't throw things away because they're afraid that they're going to waste it. Like, let's say a kid like licked the frosting off their cupcake and then they're just leaving it there. It's like, you can throw that away. And I promise you that one minute, probably like five seconds from then, you're not even going to think about it. But you think like, I mean, that was like 75 cents. Like, I don't really want to, <laughs> you're dumping it in your own body. Just like you said, you know, <laughs> it's so true. I have found that I don't tend to pick stuff off because I've mentally figured out like, no, that's not what we do. I'm not a trash can. And you just have to repeat that to yourself. But I have lots of little tiny plastic containers. Your kids take in their lunch or whatever. So I'm like, if you don't eat it, that's fine. I put all their food in plastic, tiny containers and toss it in the fridge. Because I do feel guilty. Like, I don't want to throw away your whole plate. You hardly eat anything. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to be hungry later. And I'm like, I don't want to have to fix you something later. Yeah, no, I mean, and I do that too, for sure, if they didn't. Or I'll be like, well, I'll have this for my lunch tomorrow or whatever. But if you've had your food, you don't need to eat more food just because you're like, well, I don't really want to wash this dish that much or I don't want to put it in, in the trash. You can do that. Away, save it for later. Or I don't want to go get a plastic Tupperware everything. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Two seconds, yes. Don't be a garbage can. Oh, I love how we've talked about moderation and just the importance of living sustainable, a healthy lifestyle of not depriving yourself, I think, of that glass of wine when you go to the party or a cupcake or something, because then that, I think, forces you to then binge eat, as you said, later when you're like, oh, I'm off the start. I'm going to have 20 cupcakes. Oh, yeah. And get my one cupcake at this party. Have you found that with your clients that they're much less likely to kind of binge after they hop off your program? Cause they're like, okay, I've, I've been able to not deprive myself of what I wanted at certain times and I've kept it steady and moderate. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of my reviews, that's kind of the common denominator is that I was able to lose weight while still eating foods that I loved. And I had one client recently. She just ended me with me a couple of weeks ago. She went on five vacations during the time we were working together. Like, excuse me, I'm just kidding. But she was able to really just keep it moderate during that time. And she would show me like the different desserts that they were either sharing or the drinks that she would have. But she wasn't going overboard. And she felt so good knowing that, I can have a bite and I can enjoy what other people are doing and it's fine. It's okay. Like, but I'm focusing on my goals, so I'm not going to have too much. I do think that they come out of this with the habits in their head. Just like you said, you repeated to yourself, don't be a trash can. It's things like that too. And I do, I have a lot of Christian clients. I know that this is kind of like a Christian podcast too, is like, ask God for help. Like a lot of times we think that losing weight is more of a vanity thing and it doesn't need to be like, you can say that too, like, God, please give me self-control. God, please help me don't eat more than one cupcake. I mean, I know we're using cupcakes as an example, but 
we need him in our journey too to help us. And he wants us to be healthy and he wants us to have a clear mind and all of that. And so for my clients who are Christians, I'll send them a Bible verse in the beginning of the day and stuff just to like set their mind up to know like there's more reasons in this life to than just being skinny. Like we want to be strong and we want to be able to carry out the purposes that God has for us. And we have to be healthy to do that. That's so true. That's so true. Because if you are not healthy, you don't have the energy, you've depleted them from yourself, you can't pour into other people as God has called us to do. Like, here are the gifts I've given you. I want you to use these. <laughs> when you're at your lowest, you're like, I can't use these. I don't have any energy. I can't pour into other moms or I can't pour into my kids. So that's huge. Absolutely. I feel like daily being in the word is needed too. And that's just another discipline. I have one client who I'm holding her accountable to do her daily devotional in the morning. Like she knows that she's a better person. I'm telling you the things that people have me hold them accountable for. It's like all the things, right? Like make me, I really need to go to bed at 10 every night. Right. So here's Ashley, like, Hey, reminder, put your phone away. It's bedtime, you know, but there's so many things that we can do to just take little steps to being healthy. I don't want to completely overwhelm that with like, here's all the changes we're going to make, right? Like let's ease into it. Especially if you haven't been doing anything, you haven't been eating any vegetables or doing any exercise, we will start slow and there will be grace, but there will also be tough love because you came to me for a reason. <laughs> I love that. And there are so many things that we need to be held accountable for or little habits. And I bet they change. You may have, okay, I'm really good at meal prepping. I'm really good at making lunches, but I don't go to bed on time or I don't drink enough water. Those are mine. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. good to know. Good to know. That's what you need. I'll be starting to text you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What is the craziest thing you've had somebody say, I need your help to be accountable for? Oh my gosh. I mean, I wouldn't even say that it was crazy so much, but I had a gal who had just moved to a different area. She didn't have a lot of friends. She didn't have any friends in that area. And so I was holding her accountable to like set up mom dates <laughs> to go out. I'm like, you have to be intentional. And this would be a whole other podcast about moving to a new city or something like that. You know, like when I moved from San Jose, California to McKinney, I was like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? I left circle upon circle upon circle. And it takes time to build that up and like get people to really know you. And you do kind of have to be that weird mom that's like, oh my gosh, I started my period today. I'm so crampy. And someone's like, well, but I know I promise you they will be like, I want to be friends with this girl because she is honest and she's open. Anyways, something that I helped somebody to do too. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. You have all kinds of good information to help people and keep them on track with stuff that they need, even finding friendships, which we all, we all do. We need our people. What are some easy ideas for some snacks? I know that do include protein. Cause I think that is one of the harder things as you're running out the door as a mom, you're like, I have the granola bars or I have crackers. There's so many snacks I find that are not protein, but are yeah. carbs. And I'm like, yeah. what do I get? What do I grab? A lot of times for like, if it's just a quick thing and you know that you're going to be eating it within a certain amount of time, like they make those little individual packs of guacamole. That's like your healthy fat with a little bit of protein in that. You could grab those with some veggies that you have pre 
chopped, you know what I mean, that you have in there. They're not going bad, like maybe some carrots or some bell peppers. Hard-boiled eggs are my jam. I know they're not everybody's jam, but I always have hard-boiled eggs on hand. I make them in my Instant Pot and I take them with me. Nuts, if you find yourself eating too many nuts, then you need to buy the little pre-portioned bags or you could pre-portion them yourself. And any of them, literally almonds, pistachios, peanuts, anyway, all the things with nuts. The beef jerky sticks are like super quick and easy. They also now, you know how they made those nasty kid yogurts that you could also get in their meal at McDonald's or whatever. And we thought we were being better, even though they had a ton of sugar in them. We make Greek yogurt ones now that you could grab too, like a stick for mom. And then also string cheese. And like you said, some crackers, which crackers are fine. Whole grain. I have a ton of examples of like good ones that you can get for that. And good old apple peanut butter, like that's easy. If you didn't want to make a mess or something, you could buy the individual little things of peanut butter. And even just the little, like the two good Greek yogurts, I'll grab that a lot. Or you can just grab like a protein shake. I have a lot of those that I like to do. Fair Life is one of the ones. They make a caramel one that is really good. We'll buy those at Costco. And sometimes I'll just grab one of those. And then my very favorite protein bar is Barbell. I love them so much and they sell them at Trader Joe's and you can get them online, but it literally tastes like a candy bar, like you're eating a Snickers bar. And so I recommend them to all my clients because I also feel like it gives you like a daily treat for the day. And that's usually around three o'clock when I have my second coffee with it. And it's just like, it's mom time. It is comfort time for me. <laughs> that's what you mean during that second coffee, right? That three o'clock. Yes. Those are great ideas. I think just having some ideas is key. Like thinking outside the box. I don't know if I would have thought of grabbing guacamole, and but they make them in like the little containers or Greek yogurt stick. You give them to your kids. Why not eat them? Or like string cheese. We have one kid who loves string cheese in their lunch. So it's those little things you're like, oh, I could grab a string cheese. Oh, I could grab some nuts. That would be protein. So having it just ready on hand. One of my favorite tortillas that you can get, they're called extreme wellness and they have protein in them and they have fiber in them. They're great. And I'll just roll up like some turkey meat in there too. I mean, it literally takes two seconds and that's like a little snack meal in where you can eat it while you're driving. Right. That's key. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're Mm -hmm. usually going from place to place, right? Mm -hmm. As a mom, you're like running out to grab children from school and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize I'm going to be late, but I didn't need anything. What do I do all the time? Well, I love it. Is there anything else you want to talk about or something we haven't really touched on that you think would be helpful for moms to kind of know and think about throughout their day as they plan their week and plan what they're going to eat? I just want to let them know that there can be a lot of shame around this topic and about the fact that maybe you have been off course or you haven't been taking care of yourself and you feel like you've gotten so far gone that it would take so long to get back to where you want. And so I just want to encourage you to take small steps and congratulate yourself for like that. If if it's one pound, like in that week, you made some really good choices. You lost a pound. Awesome. Like this is not an all or nothing mentality. And that if you do find that you need help 
and you need that support to really reach out for it. Moms do not invest in themselves enough and they're important, especially my stay-at-home moms. You listening right now, like you feel like you partially don't deserve it essentially because you're not necessarily the one making the money. And so you feel guilty asking, hey, can I invest in this coaching? And I have a lot of like husbands that are like, well, why don't you just go to the gym? (laughs) Or, well, why don't you just eat less? And it's so much more than that. Like having somebody to be able to talk with on your journey and go through the ups and downs with you and really be with you. I mean, honestly, it's everything. And I can't tell you one client that has said, man, I wish I didn't invest in my health. That was terrible, right? And so anyway, I just want to let you know that if you do need guidance, it's okay. And you don't have to feel like you have to do this alone. I love that. It's like counseling, right? Like people who need counseling, like it's okay. Everybody needs counseling at some point. And there's such a stigma of it. There's such a stigma of, I don't eat right. Or I had this glass of wine or I went to this party and ate way too much. And so I don't have any portion to kind of stand on to say like, oh, I should be healthier. Right. There's guilt. Like there's a lot of guilt. guilt around that too. And they're like, oh, I made one bad decision after one bad decision. And here I am. And I've gained 50 pounds. And I think a lot of times when I have like a connect call with someone, they're like, oh, I've been watching you for a long time. And I knew that I should have talked to you, but it just, it just wasn't ready. And I'm like, no, I get that. Like, this is a commitment and you have to be ready, but you don't need to have like a ton of time, like carved out or something like I'm going to make it easy ish for you to do this. Do you have to work at it? Yes, you do. It takes two, but it doesn't need to be this whole thing where you carve out and go, okay, I have nothing going on in my life for three months because when does that ever happen, right? Like we're going to make it work for you so that again, you can still live your life and have fun and even take your trips and we'll get through it. Right. I love that because that is your life. You're never going to have a time where you're like, oh, I have three MD months with no social engagements and nothing on the clock. Yeah. Well, how sad would that be? Anyways, that's not fun. So I would say make a mom date. (laughs) Go do something fun. I know. I just started thinking about, oh my goodness, it's going to be Thanksgiving soon. Oh gosh. Christmas and Halloween. I think all those are really important to think through like, okay, my kids are going to have Halloween candy and it's going to be in the pantry and in buckets. Are you going to go in and grab some when you're not feeling a hundred percent, right? How do you handle that of like binge eating your kids candy in the pantry, right? Well, first of all, children do not need that much candy. I really hate the whole thing of it's like, let's go out and get 20 pounds of it and bring it home. Like whoever thought of this idea, it's just really dumb. America, just kidding. But anyway, what I do is I let my kids have one piece when they come home from school, or if I've already put it in their lunch, then that's it for the day. And I mean, I will allow myself to have like a few. I will say, do not open your Halloween candy until Halloween and then pass it out and then get rid of it. Like, have fun with it for like a week, have a couple pieces here and there, and then you don't need it. Like, you really don't need it. That's not something that you need in your house. Does that mean that you don't treat yourself? No, but there's healthier ways to treat yourself and just give it away, honestly. (laughs) I agree. I agree. We buy candy that we don't like as parents. Our kids love really sour candy and we're not quite into that. So we buy just all sour candy and that's what we give out 
So before Halloween, we're not tempted at all to open that <laughs> giant pack of like sour candy. Good, because then otherwise, then you're setting yourself up for like a rolling weight gain when you have like the Thanksgiving and you have family you're visiting and there's stress around that and then there's oh yeah gifts and and then it just yeah you don't get to stop taking care of yourself for those three months just because there's like activities going on and stuff going on right like it's what you do most of the time that matters you will participate and you'll have fun at those holidays but I have a lot of clients that work with me through that too so that they do have their thinking cap on essentially and they're not going overboard so right that's huge I think it all comes down to making good choices, having good habits and being prepared, right? Yeah. If you're prepared and you're thinking through either your week or these big things like big holidays of I'm going to go hang out with these friends or at this concert or Thanksgiving meal where I have to see Uncle Joe and he's awful and I just know I'm going to want to drink a whole bottle. Yes. Learn like, okay, what other coping mechanisms can I have while I'm doing these other things? Mm -hmm. Yes. No, I a hundred percent agree with that. And you know yourself, some people just do better with having accountability. They're just those type of people that if they don't have somebody on them and checking in on them and giving them reminders, they just don't do it. And that could be for anything. Honestly, again, we need accountability. All I know, I know I need accountability for my business to like get stuff done. I'm like, all right, well, I, I could do X, Y, Z, but like, this actually sounds more fun. So, but I do, I have a coach and she's like, did you do this thing yet? Did you write this thing yet? I'm like, okay, I'll do it right now. (laughs) That's great. We all need accountability and we all need to uplift all the other moms around us because as we've both found that's important and you put yourself at the bottom of the list and moms need to put yourself a little higher. Yeah. We can all help each other in different ways and encourage each other in different ways. And that's how we were made to do. And that's what you should do. You know, don't be afraid to reach out to another mom, even just say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. We can all do that. And I think it's important that we do to lift each other up because we need each other. So true. Well, thank you so much for hanging out today. This has been fun. Yes, um, I really appreciate you having me. Yeah, I wish you luck with all your health stuff. I know you're going to bless a lot of people because a lot of people, moms, non-moms, everybody needs, as we said, that accountability. So, Well, thank you. And same to you with this beautiful podcast. And if you want to hang out with me more, I'm mostly on Instagram at Better Health by Accountability. And then at my website, betterhealthbyaccountability.com, you can get a free resource, a guide for me on how to eat and lose weight like a normal person. So go get that. (laughs) It'll be helpful for you. And just do one thing today. Do one thing different than you did yesterday. I love it. Anywhere else that you want people to come over and find you if they're like, oh, I love this. I want to hop on. I prefer Instagram because I mean, I thought I was an old lady. I was on Facebook the first time on Instagram. Now I'm transitioning over to TikTok, which I can't even believe it. Anyway, I'm on there and I need more followers. And emailing me, honestly, Ashley at betterhealthbyaccountability.com. Yeah, if you have any questions, I'll be happy to answer them. Awesome. And you spell your name just normally A S H L E Y at betterhealthbyaccountability.com. Yes, ma'am. The normal way. I'm just kidding. Normal way. I love it. All right. Well, thank you. Have a good rest of your day, my friend. All right. Thanks, Michelle. Talk to you soon. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. 
pretty, please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 